0: Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of Advanced Real Estate Talk with my co-hosts Glenn and Darcy. Today we're going to discuss saying no. Um, Like I was saying in the last week's episode, uh, your real estate investing is a relationship uh, business and relationships means uh, sometimes you know you want to people please and today we're going to talk about saying no. So, Glenn, why don't you get us started on the topic?
1: I always love to feed off of Darcy or you. Because <laughs> 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 I never know if I'm really going in the right direction with this conversation. But this time. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. for saying no, for this one, this is um, there was a story when we were talking about boundaries, but it didn't really fit with last week's one. Um, but, but it's it's We always hear about this, and when you listen to these books and stuff about, like, you know, not taking no for an answer and everything else. And the one story I have, and I actually shared it before, but I, I went to the Royal bank in Hespel road in Cambridge, and I just wanted to deposit checks from the U S right. So I'm just throwing them in. I have a Canadian, uh, in Canada, a U.S. currency account. I just wanted to put them all a pile of checks in there. And they were telling me that the policy is two week old, right? I think it was two week old, something like that anyway. And. The basis to the story is, um, before, like years ago, I would have been like, oh, okay, that's that's just how it is. But I've gotten the mentality now to, uh, it sounds so cliche, but to ask why. Like, why is there a hold on this? And they're like, well, that's just policy. And you're like, no, I need to go a little deeper. Like, why is there a policy? Is it—is it that you're worried about these not clearing? Can we get, get to the root of why there's a hold on this thing? And they're like, well, yeah, we need to know that the check's gonna clear. And I'm like, okay, if I can prove that it will clear, then would you be okay with wiving the hold? And they're like, well, I suppose so. Because it's like, you know, when there's checks, there's certain value, they put these holds on. And so basically they're, they're like, well, I'm like, well, okay. If they got a manager involved, like, so what do you need to be able to prove that these checks will clear? And it was just, you know, following through step yeah. after step to root out, what the actual reason was because they don't they don't provide it it says policy right but there's a a reason behind the policy so anyway they want i think they wanted um a bank statement to show it they wouldn't they wouldn't accept my phone they wanted a bank statement to prove because it was coming from myself checks were coming from myself from my own corpse and um i was paying myself and so i just ran got some i think i went to just down the road i got statements printed uh from another bank and i could prove it and i I think they wanted something else. I can't even remember the story, but basically the, root, the the point of the story is with all of this, there's a lot of times, especially that I face this with uh, cross border things. And they're like, you can't do this. You can't do this. There's this border, there's this line, you can't do this lending and it, it with everything, you just have to probe a little deeper, like, cause mm-hmm. sometimes there is ways around it. They just need the security to make it work. Sometimes they're like, oh, we won't lend to you because of this. And I'm like, well, what is your thing? Do you, can I show you a track record of me paying? Can I, show you like, can I show you some of my older properties? I'll show you five years of bank statements or um, mm-hmm. mortgage statements to show I haven't missed a payment. Can yeah. I show you other things to get around this so that I could get this loan? Could I, you know, could I put, um, show you a bank account that has a significant amount of money. So, you know, that I have the money, like, did,
2: did they ever come up with a, a like to point to the policy or was it just kind of a no and a vague it's policy? Cause I've, I've rented that problem. They never come up with a policy or clarify it or describe it. It's just a no, yeah. they never did.
1: No, they did. They couldn't like, they didn't recite anything. They're like, no, we just oh. put, if the checks I think are over a certain value, we put a hold on it for two weeks to make sure they clear if they're not Canadian checks. I think actually mm-hmm. even Canadian checks, they put a hold on too for yeah. a certain amount of time. But you know, with all this, you can, yeah. you can solve this problem and get around this. Um, yeah. and, and it's with everything. There's all kinds of situations where like you can get past this barrier. that's
2: kind of a no with a maybe or a yes, if you can well. fix or solve the problem.
1: <laughs> but they never gave me the maybe I asked for the
2: maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's important. Yeah. That's interesting. yeah. And it's the right, way you I see those no's.
0: It reminds me of a conversation we've had about, uh, I think it's Chris Voss in his book book about negotiation, negotiation, who says, Mm -hmm. no, is the beginning of the negotiation. That's where it's the starting point. Yeah,
2: Yeah. no, that's good stuff. Because he says, no's are safe. His thing is, a no is safe. And you guys getting no's from people, at least it clarifies, like from last time, where the boundaries are, where their boundaries are, what they're willing to do and what they're not willing to do in it. Clarify safety for most people. That, that's an awesome point, Ari. No's get you somewhere. Darcy,
1: uh, expand on that because I know you were telling us about that off air. Yeah, last well, yeah.
2: It, to, Ari's, to Ari's point, Chris Voss makes the point that people saying no gives them control. So your bank manager had control and you didn't. He was saying no and the teller's saying no. I don't know what's in their, what their fears are, but there's lots of fears that drive people. So them saying no keeps the control on their side of the ledger. And they can keep saying no to all the different things. But if you eventually get to a yes, you get what you want. And they get the security of saying a whole bunch of no's in their story. And that's maybe what lots of people need to say no a lot and feel in control. Um, There's a great line from uh, Daring Greatly or Brene Brown's book or Daring to Lead. She says, clarity is kindness. And if someone tells you yes and doesn't do it, that's way worse than no and doesn't do it. I want to know what's going on. So, someone tells me yes and fails to do it. That's a mealy-mouthed, counterfeit yes. I don't need it. Um, Noes give you certainty. That's not going to happen. At least what can happen then? And then there's some place to build from. Someone says yes, and then you just wait. Uh, please don't. You know, I got. I have maybe one daughter who says yes a lot and then doesn't do it. That's way more frustrating than the one who complains and does it. At least the job's done um, so yeah. I don't really mind nose quite so much I used to now less let's go okay here's the game what's the game are you allowed to pass forward with your hand no clearly not are you allowed to cover the puck no you know tell me what the game is and then we can play so I don't mind nose so much
0: and um, in terms of partnership um, it, it happens sometimes for me I get excited and I meet someone and it's new and Mm -hmm. I want to get into a partnership. And we discuss uh, starting to work together and and it happened recently and I had to say no because the person, as I discovered, as I got to know them better, had character traits that were just not compatible with me and and life is too short. I don't want to, you know, spend time hanging out or... Uh, working on something with someone, if if it's not a good fit, I yeah. I had to say no. It wasn't easy. It took a it took a bit of time of introspection to come to the point where I would make the decision to uh, to to break the news and uh, and put a term to uh, put an end to the relationship. Yeah, what are the kind of no's that are non negotiable for you?
2: I just list them off. Uh, anyone here willing to murder another person? No, no that's a no no yeah okay well glenn you paused i was a little worried <laughs> <laughs> you know there's some no. contractors no, that- <laughs> i'm not gonna name uh but you know there's there's things that you need to be able to say no clearly and unequivocally just no that's not gonna happen uh hey are we gonna do a cash job no no it's not gonna happen i run clean books are we gonna cheat on our taxes no no we're not gonna do that i had a proposal one of my you know, one of my guys, like where the money comes from. So there's a, a big deal now with Canadian banks, and maybe you could comment on US banks about an anti-money laundering rules, AML. And they want to know where your money is coming from, who your partners are, and you have to list your limited partners. Uh, now, they're limited. They have no operational um, uh, part in the plan. They're just putting in money to the amount that they're limited to, and they're on a schedule in our partnerships. Um, increasingly, the bank wants to know who they are, Address, SIM number, birth date, uh, phone number for contact, and I go. Wait, phone number for contact? They are limited to the money they put in, but they want to know where that money came from. Um, I had, you know, I had one of my contractors approach me, uh, and he spends time and frequents a large yellow building, a bar in Windsor near the railway tracks on the west side. Our southern Ontario listeners will know where that is, and the yeah. kind of people that frequent that place. And we're having a beer after a day of work, and he says, "Hey." I got some friends uh, that are interested in what you're doing. I was telling them what you're doing. You've got some, uh, you know, some members that are interested in maybe putting some money with you now from out in Western Canada. When I hear members, I'm thinking members of the musical ride, members of the RCMP members that wear black jawed purse with a yellow stripe and a red serge coat. That's where I've always heard members uh, he was not referring to members of that group. He was referring to members of a notorious motorcycle gang who he had told about what we were doing and they were interested in putting some money with us. And I went, that's a firm no, we're just not going to do that. Can you imagine taking that money and then going, even if it was rightfully gained, even if it came out of a bar or a cold beer and wine store or say a, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, a greenhouse see, I, do, I do
1: you a favor. Now you do me a favor. Sense.
2: Yeah, exactly. What's, what's that gonna mean? <laughs> you know, we gave you this money three weeks ago. We want our returns now. I'm sorry, I haven't even started the rentals yet. No, we want our money back now. Yeah, no, that's not gonna them. work. No. So there's no There's good reasons for no's. and you know they're not cast. They're not the worst. You know, I can think of worse things. Like um, always, think getting getting yoked up with someone who's a bad partner. That's a that's a good place to put a no up and say yeah no i'm not going to do that
0: can you can you talk to that darcy too because you you have a, as a syndicator you have people approaching you and they have money and you know as a syndicator you're looking mm-hmm. for investors uh, to yeah. some degree but you you say no to them right i do you know what my my internal rule
2: is i want to say no three times i just picked it it's a little bit arbitrary but okay. you know i want to make sure that they really have thought this through i don't want someone come back to me that says uh yes really quickly without thinking it through and then come back two weeks or a year in or eight months in and say hey uh yeah uh i know it's illiquid and i know you haven't done it yet but how much return have i got in eight months because i'd like to take my money out now my daughter's getting married or some other thing i just don't want that i want to make sure they thought this all the way through so my deal is that i'll i'll Play hard to get and play coy at least three times before I'll acquiesce to it. Now, if it's someone who's done a deal with us before and they know the deal, I'm alright with that. But somebody new, yeah, I just want to, I just want to make sure they know what they're doing. And so I'll say, you know, we'll see. You know, there might not be a spot for you. Uh, the syndicate's full at this time. We have another one coming up in five months. I'll send you some information on it, but just read through it. Just make sure you're totally comfortable with it. And then look at our poster results and see if this is what you're looking for. Because you know, like, it's not like, like buying been, a pair of jeans so you can bring back because they're too tight.
1: I've been part of the investor side of, of syndication before. And when you go through that, I don't remember what the name of it, that initial meeting or whatever, and they literally, even the the, um, the documents you sign, they are terrifying sounding because they list the worst case scenario of everything. Everything, mm-hmm. like they, they set the... They, they set the tone for the whole project.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think I could do more of that.
1: There is you know? some competitive advantages to being able to solve some of these no's too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've picked up some properties that uh, have sold like four times, but no one's ever closed on them. Because wow, what happened there? Um, property line issues, property lines going through houses, um, houses missing a kitchen because the oh. banks will not lend unless they have all the parts. And you're like, you can get it, for a substantial discount because mm-hmm. someone else has said no, right? The banks have said, they, you know, they have a criteria to lend on a house. They won't lend on houses that don't have bathrooms or kitchens, right? They just, mm-hmm. and they won't do it. You have to put that in beforehand. And sometimes that's not the case. Like for me, I was buying a foreclosure and the bank does not do renovations. <laughs> so um, yeah, there, there's some advantages to doing this. If you can solve some of these problems.
2: Well, what's that yeah. old thing? What the mind doesn't understand, it says no to. So if they can't understand how you're going to succeed, it's just a flat no. So unless yeah. you explain it and a plan,
0: they're out. A confused mind says no. That's better. Yeah, that's yeah. better. And it's yeah. uh, it's uh, it's a good point you're making, Glenn, about because um, a lot of times, you know, in real estate, a lot of it is problem solving. You know, we're we're solving problems. Yep.
1: Yeah. And some people, like if say you're buying, even these large ones, they've said no to other people. And some people just haven't dug into why they said the no. Is it that they're worried about this capital gains? Maybe you can solve this with some seller finance. They're like, if you're creative, there's lots of ways around a lot of these things. Like mm-hmm. what is the underlying issue? I think as much really to get past these no's is to find out what is the part that is underlying, that's bothering them and, There's lots of advantages. Like, that's what they teach you when you're doing wholesaling. If you've done any wholesaling classes, they teach you to try to make conversation, create rapport, and then get down to the issue why this person is willing to sell us for a discount. Right.
2: Mm -hmm. Is there a kitchen? No. That's a good no. I want to know if there's a kitchen. That
1: might be why they're wholesaling or willing to take a significant discount because you can't lend on it. Right. Maybe there's liens. Maybe there's who knows. Right. Maybe they're just, is there something personal in their life that you could solve? Right. That's
2: it. Can you solve the trouble with my Jaguar? No.
1: Yes. I will throw it in the purchase price. I'll give you 10 grand for it and I'll take it with the apartment building.
2: Sold. (laughs) That would be gone. I would take five. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. No, there's lots of good reasons for no's and they're not as bad as they seem. I don't know. They strengthen you. They strengthen your resolve. If you're still committed to what you're doing and you get a bunch of no's, it can feel like, uh, it can feel like good exercise, like doing a leg day, you know, it hurts, but you feel stronger. Like, yeah, I I know that this bank, RBC is not going to do it. I know that BMO is not doing it. I know that this credit union is not doing it. You know, that's clarifies things. I, yeah. I don't know. It works the, for me. The,
1: the other side is too, you can't be a no man either, like saying no all the time. Um, mm-hmm. because, uh, same thing if you, you talk about like last week's episode we were talking about boundaries now we're talking about no's and um there's friends and people who were in my life that were very close and they've like said oh no i'm busy no the you know i have something with the family no no and after a while they've gone their way and i you know they're not part of my circle anymore right Yeah. So you, And that's, that's just a personal one, but like, same thing happens with businesses, contractors that say no to you too many times, they just eventually aren't someone you call. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a balance too. You have yep. to say no, like your, your three no rule, but too many no's puts a block and a distance between you and yep. the other person
0: yeah and it reminds me of uh you know it's good when we talk about uh, exploring the reasons why like we did at the beginning of this episode um i think that's also part of what chris Voss recommends and i think we should we're going to make an episode about negotiation and he says uh what he does he asks what he calls calibrated questions uh, but more importantly, and to make it simple, he finds out what's going on for the other side. You know, listen, mm-hmm. be a listener and figure out what's going on for the other side. Let them, you know, ask smart questions so that you get uh, enlightened about what it is that's driving their decision that's leading them to say no. So that if you understand better, then you can um, assist them uh, and bring them to say yes, if it's a yes you're looking for.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a good place to wrap. I think
0: sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, we we hope that you enjoyed this episode. As uh, no, as we, as we enjoyed <laughs> doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to leave us a five star review with uh, some comments and uh, yeah, looking forward to joining you next week. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye. everyone.